Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Adam. And this is Amir. And welcome back to the show. Today is our season 17 finale. It's going to be a heck of a ride. We have a really interesting video that we're going to watch for uh, for this finale, for this album. Uh, Amir, why don't you tell your mom what we're going to listen to? We're going to be listening to But Here We Are from Foo Fighters. Really excited to actually listen to this album, man. Their first album since Taylor Hawkins passed away last year. And we're not going to waste any time. We're going to get right into it. We'll give you guys some updates on what's going on with our band shit immediately after the, we get finished recording the album. So stick around for that. But in the meantime, let's not waste any time. Let's go ahead and get started. Track number one, Rescue. This was the first single released off the album. First single that was made right after Taylor passed. So let's get into it. This is the only single I've ever heard from the, from the record. Dude, it must have been so hard for them to make this record. I know, dude. Like, I get he wasn't technically quote unquote original member, but he was in the band for so long to the point where seeing them without him just hurts. He was in the band for over 20 years. And the energy he brought at shows, too. It doesn't feel right, like, just with him gone. It, it doesn't seem like it's, it's, it's happening, you know? Dave Grohl said that this Foo Fighters album is the first chapter in a rebirth of what the band is going to be going forward. So, the old Foo Fighters from Menace to Midnight back, that's not the Foo Fighters we're going to be getting from here on out. This is the first chapter of them going forward. It does have that sound though from the older Foo Fighters uh, album. Yeah. I think there's some there's some music videos for some of these tracks too. Any guest vocals on this album or is it just strictly the band and Dave and I have no idea actually. He did a fantastic job drumming on this I think the reason he chose to probably do it himself is because with them releasing an album just barely a year after Taylor died, it probably didn't feel right with them just instantly replacing him. 
Right. So yeah. that's that's probably why he chose to do it himself. I wouldn't be surprised if going forward, like the new member that joined, I wouldn't be surprised if he strictly for tours and Dave records himself. I think Josh, Josh Cleese, I think is his name. He's he's done some drumming for a lot of a lot of cool bands, have including ever, including Perfect Circle. Have you ever been like a permanent member in a band, or is he more just kind of? Like yeah, he's 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 been a member of other bands. Okay. Um, I think they added him as a permanent drummer. Okay. As far as I know, I'll have to do I'll have to look into that some more, but I think that's what it is. I'm glad we didn't record this album at, at my mom's house, because that would have been really hard to do, considering this album is about, you know, dealing with grief and moving on, moving forward, compared, you know, after we lost Chloe. Right. That would have been so, that probably would have been so hard to listen to at that house. Alright, so track number two, now we are all officially in new territory now. Track number two, this one's called Under You. This is our first Foo Fighter release since uh, since we did that Essential album. Before that, I think it was Medicine and Midnight. I mean, technically, we did do uh, what the Dream Widow. Dream Widow, yeah. But that's not, ironically that's not that was, under the Foo Fighters name, though. Ironically, though, it's that that album came out the same day that Taylor died. Damn. No, oh, it's gonna be a hard album to get through. I'm just, I'm taking in all the lyrics, man, and it's like, it's like, man, I don't know. I feel like there's going to be a lot of pauses during this podcast episode just because of how, like, emotional these songs are. I remember there were some people that were comparing... They were comparing a little bit of what they were going through on this record to the song Times Like These. Yeah. Where they had the lyrics, you know, it's time like it's times like these you learn to live again. It's times like these you learn to love again. Yeah.
what's sad is that, you know, when Dave released his, uh, his book, The Storyteller, that book talked a lot about his life, but this is the one thing that happened after that book was written. There's probably a whole another couple of chapters he could have written after that. We're gonna split the we're gonna split this into two because there is a. One of the last tracks on the album is like 10 minutes long. Yeah, I'd say that This is a good song. It is, dude. It's also heart-wrenching. Well, yeah, that too, man. You're right, it is kind of tough to listen to. Yeah. I remember I was telling I was telling Alan about this, about them coming out with a new record as their first since Taylor died. And I, I remember telling him, he's like, oh, so uh, what's, their, what's their new album called? And it's called But Here We Are. And the first thing he said was, yeah, that's an appropriate title. Yeah, you gotta... You gotta kind of sit there and... I guess have to make that tough decision about kind of like what Event Sevenfold and the Rev when he passed is the fans need us, but are we strong enough to continue? There's a letter that Dave released, I think like a day or two ago. I'll have to read it to you after we get done recording, but uh, I'll make a separate recording of me, re- of me reading it to you and I'll put it on here. But uh, let's go ahead and move on to track number three. It's called Hearing Voices. Hearing 
I, I don't know what to make of this album so far, dude. Like, it's just, it's, kind, it's, kind, it's sad, man. Yeah, it's kind of hard to, to take in or like describe what we're hearing because it's... Welcome back, everyone. Now we're going to continue. We're going to go on to track number four. This is the title track called But Here We Are. hear that emotion in his voice, man. Mm 
So far from what you've heard, what has been your favorite track? We're only four tracks in. Um, it's been hard to say. I still think Rescued is pretty emotional. They're, they're all on the emotional side, man. It's just, you know, that's why we have like little breaks in between where it's kind of just like silent because we're just taking in the lyrics and everything that's going on. Strong song too. The drumming, man, Dave did a fantastic job filling in for Taylor. I respect him for not just replacing him right off the bat. Yeah, I gotta give them credit. You know, they didn't they didn't replace him right off the bat or they didn't be like, oh, well, we gotta push out an album, so let's get somebody. They were like, we, I'm gonna take my time choosing who's gonna replace him. In the meantime, for this album, I'm gonna record it myself and we're gonna go through the grieving process together. And honestly, I think going about making an album and putting these songs out is probably the best way that they could grieve, you know, with some peace and help recover. This was kind of their way of getting it out there. Oh, yeah. And honestly, you know, uh, with the way... You know, from Taylor's passing, that's the way the album should have been. Like, it didn't need to have someone else drumming. It needed to just be all the members that are still alive that could make music together and they could grieve. Right. And they could try to pick themselves up and try to move forward. Like, it had to be them. Right. Alright, let's move on to track number five, which is called The Glass.
Man, it's a beautiful, beautiful. song, man. Pulls up a heart, man. favorite one I've heard so far. Yeah, it's probably my favorite now too. This song is just very common. It's sad though. It's sad, but, but it's, it's like, comforting at the same time. Right. I love the visuals too. The song really makes me think of Chloe. song almost brought a damn tear to my eye. I know, it seemed like such a simple song, but so impactful, man. Dude, you can't see it, my eyes are kind of watery right now. Like, I almost had like a tear come out, because of how beautiful that song was. I'm thinking that is my favorite now. Uh, yeah, that that easily that was beautiful, dude. topped everything that I've heard so far, so far. That was just gorgeous, man. And again, like it goes back to what I kept saying. There's not a lot of songs that can do that to me, that can make me react like that. But uh, this this album was kind of personal to me too because of me having to deal with Chloe's passing. Right. So, you remember I had that I told I had that conversation with you where it was like, you know, there's that time in everybody's life when there is 
or there's an album by a band or an artist that you like that comes out at exactly the time when you need, when you need it to. Right. And this was that album for me, for Chloe. Shit, man, I'm actually fighting back in two right now. I love that song, man. That's a great song. I fucking love that song. That was beautiful, man. I would I'm not. not I wasn't list. expecting that, dude. Holy shit! I'm glad we didn't listen to us to this on my mom's, because that song would have fucking broke me. Right. You can't see. Can't see if I do that. A little bit of tear coming out. Oh, shit. Man, I, I told you, dude, this was gonna be a roller coaster of an album. I was, right. I was not expecting that. I'm gonna have to listen to that one again in my spare time. Yeah, that's a great show. That was so beautiful. Alright, let's move on to track number, what was it, six? Definitely so, yeah. Alright, this one's called Nothing at All. song dude right it's simple but it's like it's cashy I like Dave's wordplay everything or nothing at all I feel like that right there is kind of a message to themselves saying like right now we gotta dig in and give it everything we got before we just give up and let this band die dude I'm telling you I cannot imagine the fucking will of all these guys I don't know how they did it themselves together to do it I don't know how they did it dude I couldn't sit there and, and be like, man, I want to get this, like, I want to get this album out. You know, especially after hearing, like, one of my closest friends ended up passing away. Like, that, that takes strength that not a lot of people have, man. Not even just for Dave himself, but the entire band to, like, put aside their grieving process and finish up this album and you know, get all their pain out on on the record, and I don't know how they did it, but 
That shows a lot of strength on their part. That's why I think the album title is so appropriate. It's like, yeah, we had some shit happen, but here we are. Dude, they're they're not just bandmates. It's not business, bro. They're family. They've been yeah. there for each other for years. I think it's this point in the album where they're like, all right, this this is we reached the point where we have to make a decision: do we do this or do we not do this? Right. a pretty damn good one too I think those two right so far are kind of my top two. Oh yeah alright track number seven it's called show me how saw from the glass it looked like Iceland or some shit. the sun, say hello, maybe weather will come. Just 
softer, very simple. There's something about the message, the way it's sung, the lyric, it just it kind of connects with you, man. Definitely. Some beautiful imagery. <coughs> oh, excuse me. of emotions too man yeah man show me how and then the the other track that we listened to the glass the glass that one right there are damn near back to back and they're just they break you <laughs> they do man the glass broke me the pun intended oh. alright track number 8 beyond me Damn, not another one, oh, dude. God, if this is another sad one, this is just gonna, this is gonna take me out, man.
gears, man. This is like an acoustic, just straight up acoustic track, man. Look, you can't tell, but I'm crying, man. Seems like a, like a choir trying to come in or something. face man I'm crying man what a song what a song dude all this is doing is making me think about my grief one of the most underrated tracks we've heard dude I have tears coming down my face that, that, that track right there was just Lyrically, that was one of the deepest tracks that we've heard so far. And the way he sung it, and the fact that like majority of it was acoustic, it just the way it all came together. Beautiful track, man. Really beautiful track. Really, really an emotional one. It's gonna gonna sh make you shed a tear or two, man. That's just it's personal for me, man, because I'm still. Thinking about Chloe every day. Because I put I put a post on my page that says that um, that we are going to be listening to this album as our finale for the season. Yeah. And that this was going to... I said that this was going to be the album that was going to help me process my grief properly. And it was going to help me try to move forward on Chloe's passing. Holy fuck. I'm feeling it. I'm yeah. showing it. Just like uh, just like the band themselves, man. It's, you know, it's, I think that's kind of why they put this record out in order to help people get over that grief and you know, try to move forward and 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 keep those memories of their loved one that they lost alive. That one broke me just as bad as the glass did. Alright, 
Let's move on to track number nine on the fucking swimming pool over here. Track number nine, this is the longest track that the band has ever made. I've heard it's really, really good. I have not heard it. But it's called The Teacher, and it's a ten-minute track. Ten minutes. Let's get into it. I've cried like three song, like three songs already. You want to know what else? Why this is sad? He, Dave also dedicated this album to his mother, who just passed away too. Oh man, that's just that that that, that explains why they, why it's so much more sad. It just adds insult to injury, man. God. Yeah. So. It was dedicated to Taylor and his mother. getting into music he wanted to he wanted to quit school because he didn't he just hated having to go to school yeah but his mom was actually very supportive of it and she let him quit school so he could pursue his uh his dream for music be one of the best tracks I've ever released, dude. Yeah, absolutely good. Well, not the, not best in, in terms of, like, most Look, popular it shows or clips, like, from his, from his younger days. Yeah. Like, probably even around the time when he was in Nirvana. The early Foo Fighter days. track is called The Teacher, by the way. There's a lot of imagery in this video, dude. Showing a lot of different stuff. April 21st, 1990. That was around the same year he joined Nirvana as the drummer. 
That was kind of a little short-lived, though, man, with everything that happened with Kurt. He was that longest drummer, though. Getting like a slowdown here. Let's see where they take this. Make up this song, dude. Well, I'm, I'm trying to pay attention to the imagery, but listen to the lyrics at the same time. Or, or yeah, or if they even would have put out an album if Taylor was alive. Yeah. They probably, they probably would have waited another year or so before deciding to write the next record. Right. Man, but it's with Taylor just, passing. It's almost like they they had to decide whether or not they wanted to, to continue on. Dude, that that last show that he ever did, he was he had so much energy, man. And for him to pass away from like that enlarged heart it just man the rock and roll lifestyle dude
there's a lot of imagery in this music video that kind of relates to the pain they're feeling. so many tempo changes there's been like so many different styles going on this like I wish Avenged Sevenfold would take note this is how you you know you incorporate different tempo changes and like different sort of styles and, and lyrics and stuff like that like this, this is how you incorporate music like this into an album because like this right here could be considered very experimental for Foo Fighters But it's working really well. You're getting some footage of like some of their like re rehearsal tours and stuff. And, and you know, it brings me back because I've seen that video of his last performance that he's ever performed. Yeah. And he had so much energy, man, and that's another thing that the band is gonna miss a lot. Oh yeah, dude, that track was crazy. Yeah, that was a crazy track, dude. Holy shit, like you could fall asleep to that too. All right, we're on to the last track, and it's called Rest. Rest. This which sounds be, like a really yeah. good ending to an album about breathing. Sounds like a proper ending. Let's see how it is. Just listen to the pain in his voice, dude.
the fact that it's just acoustic right now, and we're getting deep, this deep of lyrics, is just... Just rest, you will be safe now. I sure hope he is resting, man. back to this album. Like, as much as I love it, I just... I don't know if I want to put myself through this... through these emotions, man. That was it. 
I am speechless, man. I'm wiping away so many damn tears, man. And I know I knew it was gonna be emotional, but that last track, I a lot of these tracks I wasn't expecting, man. He did a fantastic job portraying the process of grief. Especially this last song, the you know, rest. I think this song kind of summarized it's like you said they don't consider it a concept album but to me it is because throughout this entire album we get the anger we get you know the feeling of being lost like you don't know what happened you don't know how to cope you get the sadness the despair hopelessness the hope that like uh oh maybe it's just all a dream and then this last song hits you like a punch straight to the gut where you just, you sit there, you wake up, and you continue living on, and you, in a way, sort of accept it, but at the same time, you can't believe that it happened. Yeah, this was, uh... While Dave was thinking about Taylor and his mother, I was thinking about Chloe, the whole album, listen... That's what that that's what broke me from all those tracks. Yeah. Because um, that, it made me think about all that. That last track was probably the worst one though. It almost sounded like it was Dave telling me that she can rest now. She'll be free. This was something that I needed. Because you know, the process of grief, some some take time to, to fully get over it. Others can move on much quicker. And honestly, I felt like I moved on, but there was still something that I needed. And this album gave me what I needed. Yeah, I have tears rolling down my face, everyone. But honestly, this album was something that I needed. It helped me find some peace. I think a lot of people are gonna are gonna find some type of serenity by listening to this album. They're they're gonna find peace listening to this album, and you know whatever they they're holding inside, they're gonna get out, and it's gonna help them. Recover. It's gonna help a lot of people recover, man. Especially those who have lost a loved one. Oh shit. What would you rate the album? That's a ten. Yeah, that's that's a ten, dude. That's uh, such a sad album, dude. But necessary necessary and very beautiful way of portraying what they're going through. Damn it. I'm trying to keep it together here. (sighs) 
Yeah, that, that album was a 10. It definitely was. That's definitely the best album they've ever written. Well, I'm, I'm glad they decided to continue, man. Same. Because this right here was probably the best thing they could have done. Is get it all out on paper, get in the studio, and, and you know, write their write their song with all of their heart, man. Yeah. Oh, shit. That album was very painful to listen to. Especially me. But at the same time, it was very helpful. Yeah. I feel like it healed something that I didn't heal whenever I started to move on. I definitely needed that. I'm kind of at a loss for words right now. I'm kind of just trying to keep together at this point. But that was a damn fine album. Definitely a 10 out of 10. It must have been the hardest album they ever had to make. If you had to pick a favorite track, what would you pick? Probably... Probably The Glass. The Glass or Rest? It's a tie for those two. Show Me How is is a second for me. The Glass... The Glass broke me. Well, it cracked. The Grass... The Glass... Cracked. Gave me a crack. Show me how it kind of chipped, chipped a piece away and the rest just broke down the damn wall. Yeah. Shit. Definitely though, I mean, it's... That was an amazing album. It was definitely something that I needed. I don't know if I'll go back... I don't know if I want to go back I don't, and listen I don't know, to it. I don't know if I want to go back to this. As album. perfect as it was, I just don't want to. I don't want to be. I don't want to feel that pain again. Yeah, because this. this I, is ha- the- I had to do it once today because I felt like it was necessary, and it did. It was very helpful. I'm so glad that I did it. But honestly, I don't know if I can listen to it again. I don't know if I'll listen to the album again, but I definitely will listen to some key tracks on here. That's for sure. But that's going to do it for us, everyone. I hope you all enjoyed our season 17 finale. That was a rough one. It really was. But nevertheless, I was happy that we did it. And it gave me some some proper feelings and some proper closure that I needed for the past two months. Rest in peace, Taylor. heart and soul goes out to Dave dealing with the grief of the passing of his mother too there's probably there's probably no pain like that in the world that could ever come close to that but that's gonna do it for us I wanna thank you all for listening and we're gonna tell you one more thing before we go so our band situation you're right so uh sorry I'm like a faucet over here right now we got our drum set set up. 
everything's all looking together. Everybody's got their instruments. I've actually moved over here with a buddy of mine who, uh, to where we're going to be practicing. Temporarily, anyway. And uh, everything's coming together. Everything's looking good. Now we just have to... Uh, we're going to start practicing. We're going to do our Sunday rehearsals and shit. And we're, we're going to get this thing going. We have everything we need now. Now we just got to make the magic happen pretty much. Well, that's our little update. We'll keep you updated as we uh, as we go on more. Uh, season 18 is going to be coming, but it'll be uh, it'll probably be a little bit down the line. Maybe we'll probably give ourselves the rest of the month. Maybe maybe come back early July or maybe at the end of the month. Yeah. Because we need to. This will be our last recording just for just for a short bit. Because we need to we want to focus on our band shit. That's what we're going to be doing. But we'll keep you updated. We'll be sure to bring you guys recordings of stuff that we're going to be doing. Things like that. we got a lot of good stuff coming your way. So we want to thank you all for listening. We hope you all enjoyed. And we'll see you all next season. In season 18.